Hello, welcome to Braille Generations podcast hosted by me, Lucia del Pilar. On today's episode, we have very special guests, Charlene and Adrian, who are owners of a private gym here in South Florida, and they will be sharing with us their journey. Welcome, Charlene and Adrian, to Royal Generations Podcast. We're so glad to have you here. And so, Charlene and Adrian are orders, owners of The Yard here in South Florida, more specifically Hialeah area. And they have a phenomenal gym where there's a lot of youth athletes and a lot of athletes in general. And their atmosphere and ambiance is very encouraging. It's very um, accepting of where everyone is in their journey. So. Please, Charlene, share with us the vision and how it started. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you see the yard like that. Um, well, actually, the vision was my husband. Uh, my husband, me and my husband, we met. Um, he was my trainer, and he was my best friend for five years. Um, and basically, he came up with this place called the yard. And the yard was a place where no one is judged where when you come here, you're not worried about someone looking at you the wrong way, you're not worried that you're doing the exercise yes. wrong, or that, you know, that you're too skinny or too fat to be working out. That was, that was the vision behind it. And if anything, he could be the one um, to speak a little bit more about that. Uh, I'm, I'm actually the one that puts everything into action. He's the one that has the vision, and I could just say that the Lord was the one who put us together, um, because I never saw myself in this calling, and I can wow. speak about that a little bit later on, um, but before anything, let me, let me actually have Adrian. So yeah, the, my vision for the yard was always to be a place where the Lord was glorified first and foremost, you know, in, in the sense of people you know we we have to love people and love what they're going through no matter what stage of their life um we get people here that are broken spiritually not only just physically but emotionally and in all aspects so what we try to do is is just try to help mend those pieces together um all around so so with that being said the lord really brought us together to work as a team and to build this ministry because what we have is a ministry compared to to what others may compare it as a gym but we, we call it a ministry because we just see it as family and 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 it's always a gathering that we have together lord and, and with the lord to get in, in the center of it and with that uh love comes that environment where people it, it becomes contagious it becomes where people don't want to leave people are addicted to this people are addicted to love people are addicted to to um that feeling of home so that's why we, we tell everybody welcome home because uh, we know that 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 what that's what matters nowadays you know for people to feel that comfort level so what my vision was just that for people to feel comfortable for people to feel loved and um and not so much pushing religion or relationship with god on them but showing them that love so that they do know that our mission statement is to show that authentic love of jesus christ and of people which is the church that we go to which is yeah. their, their mission statement so we go to nest church and with, with that being said we take that with us everywhere so um so yeah that, that's basically it awesome so continue sharing with us charlene how the voyage shifted for you personally as well well yeah it's crazy because i've never i would have never you would ask me uh five years ago even six years ago i would have never imagined to have a gym uh, having a gym and owning a gym was never in my own plans, but as we all know, God's plans are way bigger and way better mm-hmm. than what we can ever imagine. Um, I thought that I wanted 
to be a journalist. I thought that I wanted to be a reporter and be on TV and, and have a TV show. That was my authentic plan. My, my initial plan was that. I went to school for it. I, I knew that God had put um, like a love for people and communicating for pe with people for a reason. And I ended up finding out it's because it translated into having a gym. And if you, you probably think, what does journalism have to do with owning a gym? Actually, it has a lot to do with it because journalism has a lot to do with communication. And not only communication, but also marketing, also um, reaching out to people and, and really explaining your story. And he used that. He used that in that. I even uh, went to school owning the gym, thinking I was still going to be in TV. So I, I initially started personal training because it was a very flexible schedule. I used to work in T-Mobile and I used to work for practically almost 30 hours a week, which is not even considered wow. part-time, but I needed the money to pay for school. And my mom is a single mom, so she really couldn't help me. Um, I was all on my own. And uh, working there and also being a personal trainer, I, I couldn't handle both. So I, I decided to put faith first. And at that moment, which is crazy, I wasn't in the Lord at that time, but I knew something was calling me. So wow. I decided to take that step and just completely, you know, uh, stop working at T-Mobile, become a personal trainer, kind of get that, you know, flexibility in the schedule so I can finally finish school and pursue my dream of becoming a TV host or a TV reporter. Little did I know that that was not gonna happen. We, we ended up just, uh, it was actually my husband's dream to open up a gym. So my understanding was just to support my husband mm -hmm. through this dream. To be so, his helper. Right, which is right. so crazy because that's what like the word of God says, that the woman is the helper. Like, Absolutely. Like it says in Spanish. Girl, I was trying to be that Proverbs 31 <laughs> woman. So I, exactly, that was my main um, concern. And we've, and it's not like it was beautiful. There was, oof, I can sit here and tell you how many ups and downs we've had because working alone together 24-7 was a, was a challenge in its own and it's an adversity in its own. But long story short, I went to school, I graduated, we opened up the yard that same exact year and it was super small, it was like 1,500 square footage, but it was working for us. And it grew, it grew from nowhere and it was all because what I was learning in school, all the marketing, all the yes, storytelling, everything ended up like translating into the actual business and I didn't even realize that I was doing it out of love and out of passion for the business and it ended up growing. We ended up moving to a bigger location. We outgrew the first location. Um, I can just say that that was God. I looked for a job for a whole year as a reporter. Nothing. Wow. And even you share with me that you Nothing. interviewed uh, a very well-known influencer, Nicole Mejia, yes. at some point. Yes. I actually worked for a um, company um, that's basically uh, an outsource for like Sun Sentinel, for Miami Herald. So we, it was called South Florida. Um, news that's mm -hmm. what it's called south florida news and i basically worked with people like nicole mejia or any event that was happening mm -hmm. in the moment i would cover 
Um, it was mainly for school as well. It was kind of like a dual internship. Mm -hmm. And I worked with Nicole Mejia, and what I did there was I just covered her fitness story. She was, act she was actually a role model of mine that I looked up to, wow. and she ended up reaching out to me, which is another work of the Lord, because wow. I never reached out to her. I just followed her on Instagram, and then one of her colleagues reached out to me and said, hey, you have actually the same style as Nicole. We wanted to invite you to the tour. We wanted to see if you can actually be one of our affiliates and share it on Instagram. And I said, sure, if you can do me a favor, can you um, help me out with an interview? And, and, it's, and, and so it was, we wow. had an interview. Uh, she was super sweet and a very dedicated woman. And I wrote an article, and it made actually um, the Miami Herald front page on wow. the business local and events. For anybody who doesn't know who Nicole Mejia is, she's a vegan plant-based influencer here in South Florida, and she is now her brand. Um, Fit and Thick. Fit and Thick is yeah, now it's traveling much, towards yes. the, the nation. Um, Seriously, mm -hmm. it's going all over the place. Yeah. So it's so awesome that I you got to. Her. Like from the very beginning, yeah, she was starting and rising up because her motto was she didn't want to be fit into a particular um, way of how Category. fitness models yeah, should yeah. be. Like the thickness, mm -hmm. the, the, the judging, you know? So she mm -hmm. actually, without me even knowing, she actually embodied a lot of the morals and values that we have in the sense of like judging and mm -hmm. um, not judging people by the way that they look and, and embracing yourself and loving yourself mm -hmm. for the way that you are and you look. Uh, we get people here, and my husband can actually speak a little bit more about that, um, we get people here all the time that are trying to constantly fix their outer selves. Wow. And what they really need to just do is just take a look on the inside yes. and love themselves because they're fearfully and wonderfully made by mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm -hmm. So they should learn how to love themselves before even trying to change them. I'm all mm -hmm. about, you know, exercising for your health. But what's, what is it if you're just going to, you know, fix the outside mm -hmm. get to your goal but then you're still empty mm -hmm. you know inside and that's a word right there that's a word right so there. so for us that's why we don't that's why what my husband said we're not considered just a gym we're considered a ministry because this is our way to reach out to those that really need uh you know just the lord and just love overall love uh we we try to do that first and then once they see hey what makes them different mm -hmm. uh, that's our opportunity to speak about the lord and if you come in here you'll see there's verses everywhere yes. and all of that which is what i love like in the, one of the whiteboards that they have they always have a different verse like every week mm -hmm. you know and i believe that when we go as just regular people just to go to a gym you see a lot of like for example like main like mainstream gyms and people mm -hmm. are always going there to try to impress other people right and try to like i don't know be something that they're really not and authentic so i really believe that here at the yard like you guys have set up it's such an atmosphere of just like hey you know like i'll help you okay let's do this you do that um and it doesn't have this um pressure aspect of like trying to perform to try to look something that they're not it's yes. just i'm literally here to work out i don't care how i look i'm here to work out you know and i think that's what makes um the yard so much more valuable than any other gym besides the fact that this is a place where it's really full of acceptance and that it's not a particular religion that is like preached upon people exactly. but it's more of like just the atmosphere and the example that you both set as owners because yeah. you both are very involved and i believe that you know for example with my personal trainer melissa i see you both like you know there you guys are very aware of her like for when it was her birthday you know yeah. you guys brought like a little you know mm -hmm. um i think it was a waffle just to try to celebrate her in terms of like yeah. being healthy exactly and i believe like as owners one of the best things as owners 
elders is to care for your people, care for Absolutely. their well-being. And I believe that it's such a blessing, and I've seen that in both of your lives, you know, the time that I've been here. So that is just, like, phenomenal, and I really love the, the vision is really manifested in this place. Oh, so. You literally just expressed us <laughs> and our dreams. So this yes. is such a blessing and an honor yes. to see it fruition, come to fruition. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's it's a huge honor and a, and, and, and a great blessing to be able to do um, something that we love to do every day. Right, because I believe that's also part of fulfilling purpose. You're not just coming to a nine to five job, but you both are entrepreneurs. You both are now a couple. And I would want it like, um, get into a little bit of how it has been for you both as a married couple yes. working as a gym owners all at the same time. So Adrian, if you want to go ahead as the priest, as the head. Yeah. So. Um, I, I would say exactly that since um, I am called to be the head of the household, um, I, you have to keep it Christ-centered. And on top of that, communication and prayer. Mm -hmm. Because without that, uh, we wouldn't have this. Because... Mm -hmm through many times and many ad adversities that we've gone through and, and, and negative things because we've gone through negative things in, in, in this business and, and you know how sometimes the devil just wants to bring you down and, and, mm -hmm. and some, or sometimes it's just tests, you know, tests that or we trials, have to go through, yeah. you know, that, that we need to get molded by and, 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 and sharpened, you know, mm -hmm. and what we need to do is every single time something comes up, what we do is pray about it. We talk about it, we pray about it, and we, we leave it in God's hands, and we, we listen. We, we listen to God, you know? We listen to what He has in store for us, and He usually comes through as quick as He can, you know? Sometimes, mm -hmm. it's, sometimes it's, it's quick, sometimes it's, it's a couple of days, it's, it's a month's work, but He always comes through, and, and, and that's just having faith, you know? Having faith that He will come through and, and answer those, those prayers, but the thing is that when we do talk about it and we put it, we have power in that, and since we have power in prayer and have power in, in, in that communication that we have with God, God and each other, um, we could already declare victorious because of that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and even though, you know, just being with each other 24-7, a lot of people say, wow, how do you do it? Well, I, I see it as a blessing now. So I see it as, as uh, um, I get to spend each and every day with the love of my life. You know? Wow, that's so sweet. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's I want to encourage those who want to become entrepreneurs and want to work with their wives and, and are either a little nervous about it or they've heard negative things about it. And, yeah. and you know, some people that are just misguided can be giving the wrong advice and being, oh my God, mm -hmm. no, you guys are going to be fighting 24-7 or, oh my God, I would have been, we would have been at each other's necks by now. <sighs> um, no, you know, yes, there's days where it's, like, where it's like, you know, back and forth where it's not going right. But at the end of the day, we communicate about it. We talk about it we put into actions and acknowledge each other's faults and i think because we have christ in the center is why we give each other that grace and why mm -hmm. we no we that's we know that's why we know that's why you know that we know because it's 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 been proven for us we're not perfect we're far no. from perfect so i know everything sounds beautiful and dandy <laughs> right now but we're far from being perfect and holy but we have learned and because we have christ We've learned how to admire each other's strengths, admire each other's weaknesses, and know when is the right time to speak. Um, it's definitely been a, a big challenging, especially in the beginning. It was very, very challenging, just mainly because I am, I've always been very dependent. So I'm a person that is like, it's going to happen right now, right now, right now. And I was also very young in my walk with the Lord too. So for me, it was a little bit difficult understanding the patience and understanding God's timing is the best. 
While Adrian, on the other hand, my husband, he was so good at that. He was so good at having patience. He knew God would come through, and just so in fact, God came through. So I, I admire his faith, and I admired his patience. At the time, I didn't. At the time, I was just like, bro, no, we got to do this right now, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to paint this right now. We got to do all of this right now. We got to Execute it because you were trying to execute. He was a visionary. Exactly. You were the executor. Exactly, you know? exactly. But with everything, there needs to be a balance. Of and course. if I would have done everything the way that I wanted him to do it, it would have been destruction. Because it's, with when it comes to business in general, and this mm-hmm. comes to any entrepreneur out there, it doesn't matter if you have a physical office space or you have an, a social media business, whatever business you have, What you do have to understand is everything comes with time. Mm -hmm. And you have to do everything little by little. If you are not ready to have patience, you're not ready to become a business owner. And that's because this is something that you're putting your blood, your sweat, your tears into. And it's not going to happen from one day to another. You know, it definitely isn't. But it will be easier if you are with Christ. Mm -hmm. I, I see a lot of business owners that are, you know, that I have that are friends of mine that are not in the Lord. And... I feel that everything that happens is like, one bad thing happens, it's like the complete end of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes away the, the happiness and the fruitfulness of having your own business. Mm-hmm. For that, you work with, for somebody. Don't have to worry about it, clock in, clock yeah, out, and yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, but what has helped us in our marriage, in working together 24-7, mm-hmm. has been at, at understanding that. Understanding mm-hmm. that it's going to take time. Understanding that... It, it, that we have to just take everything little by little and that having that faith most importantly in God that he'll come through and that he will provide is the number one thing for us and it for me it's it's awesome to work with my best friend like I Aww. absolutely love it it's it's the best thing I couldn't I couldn't imagine uh, not working with him now we actually spoke about it yesterday we're like can you imagine if we had an office job and we didn't see each other the whole day and then at nighttime I saw you I was just like I don't know, I have separation anxiety now, Aww. you know? So I'm just happy that the Lord redirected my path from, you know, using my journalism gifts and my, my broadcast and my bachelor's to be able to trans- transcribe it into my business. And then mm-hmm. hopefully one day when we have a family, I'll be able to have that freedom that yes. I wanted, you know, to be able to take care of my kids. You raise them well. Yeah. And even though we don't have all the money in the world, we have just enough. Amen, amen. And mm-hmm. I think that's very, very true what you're saying especially about like the switch in terms of like your degree and I could definitely relate to that because I went in the majority of my life you know with education and entrepreneurship was just like a brand new thing it's actually something that was prophesied to me which is like a word that you know God gave to me through someone else concerning Uh, like what I was gonna do and I remember the first time I got a prophetic word it was you're gonna be a businesswoman and I'm like no like I don't want nothing to do with business and here I I am like seven years later like now pursuing an entrepreneurship you know so to me it's like wow so I could definitely relate to your story and anybody listening you know like don't think that just because you went to school for something and then all of a sudden God is shifting you to somewhere else don't think that it's gonna go in vain like it's just absolutely those are lost years there is never lost years with God no if anything God accelerates you and I believe that in giving and having that proper perspective especially of a glass half full mentality you get to value you um the experiences that you have had even though it's not what you wanted maybe forever mm-hmm. then you get to see in a different lens of you know being more appreciative oh, yeah. and letting that be known you know to use you 
to to let it you know mold you and for us for that being part of your journey because everyone has a different story yes so i really appreciate everything you guys have shared no of course of course i think that one of the main or i think that one of the main things um is just making sure that you like i said just having a heart out for people and, and having a heart out for your passion for your business. Um, but before anything, what you were, what were you saying earlier? I'm so sorry. That was actually really good that you were talking about. Oh, the yeah, school thing. The school. Like yes. I went to school for education yes. for like 10 years. You know how much you know? that happens to people. And, and like you said, yes. I, I, Let's I talk agree about with this, you. Please. I agree with you because at some point you can ask my husband, I was for a whole year. I had tried everything. I tried to become a journalism teacher. I took the the um, what do you call that general knowledge knowledge yes, test. Yes. I failed it. I you can ask my husband right here. That's right next to me. I have ca- called him crying because I'm like, what does God want for me? Like, yes. What does God, little did I yes. know it was right in front of my face this entire time. I got to a point where I just prayed, God, you gave me these gifts for a reason. Don't know why, but. I need you to just make it evident for me that where do you want me to use these gifts? And I'm not going to tell you there was a certain day that it happened. It just happened. I just, just it realized. Just flowed. It just ended up flowing. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I just realized, yes. let me just use my gifts, what God wanted me to do. And you know what? Now that I look back on it, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Yes, because I, I don't work for anyone. Like I said, I work with my best friend. When we want to have a family, we're going to be able to raise it, raise mm-hmm. them in our business. And that, to me, is such a blessing like I, I wouldn't have been able to plan that better myself God knows us more than we yes. know ourselves that's for and sure I, and I think that's such an encouraging word like in terms of like going back to like the whole journalism and you went there like anybody who right now is listening and maybe you're pursuing I don't know a career in criminal justice and all of a sudden God is shifting you to something to do with culinary they don't think that just because something is completely different than what you are pursuing won't be used for where you are now because you yielded to God. And that's the most important thing. There's people who go to college and they'll switch majors like three, four times and they're like frustrated with life because then all of a sudden you get a degree because our parents come from the day of like go to school, get a degree, land a good job. And it's just like it doesn't work like that for everyone. There are people that are called to go to school, like people who are lawyers, who are doctors engineers, architects, because you do need that formal training. But there's other um, uh, job positions, or should I say uh, occupations, Mm -hmm. that don't really entail that. And for example, with entrepreneurship, it's something that you you have it in you, but it's also molded within you as well at the same time. Actually, if anyone can speak about school and maybe not even going to school, it would be my husband. A lot of gym owners usually like have masters and all of that, or not even gym owners, just personal trainers as it is they have a whole bunch of certifications a whole bunch of uh, bachelors and stuff like that but then you know unfortunately they're not able to open up their own gym my husband Mm -hmm. was blessed to have his own gym with his certifications but Mm -hmm. he hasn't been able to go to school and maybe he can speak to you a little bit about that yes yes yeah i mean it's it's still a goal of mine Mm -hmm. to still get the the type of degrees i need to get just Mm -hmm. because of that accreditation but it doesn't define who I am. And it didn't stop you. And it didn't stop me from so, following my goals. That's key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I, I didn't want to just be working for somebody. I didn't want to work for a corporate gym. I didn't want to work for these gyms that what they take is the majority of your payments, you know, compared to what that other person... What, if your client is paying $25, $30 for a session for an hour you're getting $9 out of that. And then mm-hmm. the corporate gyms get a percentage of that. I didn't want that. And then I then that cut 
the relationship I have with my client. Why? Because then they had to be paying a gym contract. If they didn't, if they couldn't pay the gym contract, then they left the gym, then they left me, you mm -hmm. know, or if they couldn't continue to pay for the personal training, then that was an issue with the personal training and their contract. I didn't want that. That's why we have here, there's no contracts, there's no nothing. What there is here is just a commitment for you to come work out and feel good about yourself mm -hmm. and come experience what it is to be feeling good inside and out. Mm -hmm. So I know that knowledge, knowledge is power, knowledge is key. It really is, it really is. But don't let it stop you from your goals at the moment. If, if you mm -hmm. have goals or if you feel there's a tug in your heart by God saying you need to do something, do it. Mm -hmm. Even if you haven't accomplished the end goal in your mind, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes that's not, your end goal is not God's end goal. Mm -hmm. That's not probably not even God's starting point, you know, so. That's so true. So sometimes you just got to get steered, steered in the right direction, you know, and, and, and I just, I just pray for people that are listening to this to have a tender heart about that. Mm, that's so true like the uh there's a saying that says god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called mm. and so i believe that's very important sometimes how we're like oh i have to have this done I have to have this done before i go ahead and accomplish this and of course god is a god of order because we want to do things in order mm. and at the timing of god but there's sometimes that we create our own paradigms and our own expectations that we don't allow god to flow in their lives and yes. i believe that allows a lot of people to feel very frustrated and i have um spoken to a lot of very frustrated people in life because there's a certain area in their life that they're you know they haven't really gotten what they wanted and that frustration ends up boiling over to other areas of life and that just creates like bitterness so i believe that for example in your case it was very different because you're like i'm not gonna let the fact that i don't have a degree stop me like this is a this is a vision that was birthed from god from me and my relationship with god so i know i'm gonna get forward and you know how it's you know proven that it is by god by the fruit you yes. know the fruit is how is the business doing and as business owners you know that like your business takes over your personality mm -hmm. and who you are like if you're a person who's responsible you're a person who is faith driven then your business is going to take over that and i believe for anybody listening right now you know in this podcast i really just encourage you you know that don't limit yourself to wanting to accomplish your goals by things that you think that you have to get done but you're not so I think that's very, very important. And if you can share with us, like, one adversity that you've had to endure while, you know, transitioning into being gym owners. Um, like, adversity towards that? like to Challenge. mm -hmm. Challenges like, as an entrepreneur. Um, or just a person pursuing their goals in okay. general. Yeah, you can talk about it. Okay, sure. I'll talk about it. Uh, one, of the, one of the things I really really was uh, hard for us in the beginning of the business obviously is always money mm, money talk about that Let's oh talk man about that. yeah Let's especially talk about that. especially um when we've saved well actually it was originally i had saved a little bit of money it wasn't that crazy um but money is so important right right and in the, in, the, in the sense of like opening up a business in mm -hmm. the beginning and a lot of people can let that stop them as well. Of course, yes. Because you're like, oh, I have to I have to wait for this or I have to wait. And I think that's great. If you have a vision and if God gave you like a certain vision of how to do things and how to save and how to get your own business in that sense, then I'll power to you. But for us, it happened so fast that we didn't even have time to plan. Uh, we actually, it just happened from nowhere. We started doing boot camps. We, we actually had a long-term goal and a short-term goal. Our short-term wow. goal was originally to do boot camps on Saturdays. I would continue my work in T-Mobile. And those boot camps on Saturdays, we wouldn't even see that money. 
we would just save it, save it, save it until we had enough for, you know, a down payment for a lease or anything. Mind you, we knew nothing about leases. We knew nothing about opening up your own business. I didn't read any book about that, like how you said. I didn't even go to school for business. Long story short, that short-term goal ended up being only three months, right? It was like three months? Yeah. Three months, not even, it was probably less than that, of doing the boot camps. It really happened from nowhere. We were like, okay, let's just look up to see, to have an idea to see how, like, how much a lease would be. So we Googled warehouses in the area. One of them was available, and we're like, let's just go look at it, just for fun, you know, we didn't, didn't think anything. It just so happens that as soon as we found that place and we got down and we asked the lady, hey, can we look at it? They're like, yeah, sure. We were looking at it, we just looked at each other, and we're like, wow this is the place like this feels right I don't know why but this just feels right let's pray about it let's see what's up but it just feels right we ended up just doing it and we were broke for such a long time because everything was investing back into the business so we had to sacrifice a lot of weekends we didn't go out out like actually vacation for almost a whole year we would obviously you know do date nights me and him alone at home and we would try to make the best out of it Uh, but it it did take almost a a toll on our relationship because it was all about the business the business the business and we were always there and it was only him and I in the beginning so we only had each other and we didn't have trainers to help us with the income we didn't have anything of that so we just kept on going with the flow and just trusting God above all else and little by little it just started happening I think one of the major things was bringing in our nephew Aaron we needed help and it was hard for us because we didn't want to bring in anybody that didn't have the same vibe and didn't have the same type of, you know, uh, love for our business like us. And I know if there's any entrepreneur out there that wants to open up your team, listen, if you want to change and if you want to make your business bigger, you need to invite other people in it. Why? Because you can't be afraid of change. You can't be afraid of the people that you bring into your business. You could be cautious. You could definitely uh, we go through this big interview process if you'd like but what we did is that we just sat down and we told each other okay we want to make this bigger than what it is we can't do it alone mm-hmm. but who are we going to trust you know with this business that we we created the environment that is different we are the yard you know not the not the building so we said let's bring in family you know family understands so we brought his nephew our nephew Aaron and he started doing great he actually did really good he had never been a personal trainer before so we kind of put him under our wing and little by little we started growing our team Uh, a lot of people were seeing our vibe seeing how how and what I mean by vibe I mean like we always genuinely like how my husband was saying earlier we just always show love you know no matter what and no matter not not only no matter what but no matter how we're feeling that day at that day when we walked into those doors we knew that it was like that's it Whatever happens at home stays at home, especially with our marriage. That was main thing. That was the main thing. We had many, like some altercations that we could have been fighting in front of clients or something like that. But we knew we're like, okay, no, like we come last. Wow. We come last when it comes to and this And that business. shows like your maturity in terms of like your walk as women and men of God and just as, you know, man and women, husband and wife, because you had to keep your composure. Oh, yeah. Bro. And a lot of things. We learned a lot business. about each other there. Yeah. Because I'm the type of person that I can't talk about it at the moment. You just got to give me a second. You got to yeah, let me, me process too, yes. the information. Give me my 10 minutes a piece and I'll come back it, to you. But you don't want to talk to me before exactly, the 10 minutes. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So... 
It was hard for me because in the beginning he was like, oh, you just wanted to talk about it now, now, now. And I was just like, no, and let me just process it because what I'm going to tell you, you're not going to want to hear right now. Mm -hmm. So that, we learned about each other a lot with the business. The business helped us a lot because we were together 24-7. So we had to kind of find a way to adapt where our marriage wasn't getting affected by our business. Mm -hmm. um, so we tried to find a balance. And back to, we, I, I even started talking about money and I came to this. <laughs> it's crazy how we get no to worries, stuff. No worries, you just flow. I just flow. But with money, you, honestly, you just have to have faith. I know it sounds like, oh, all like corny and all of that. But it really, that's what really got us. There's been months where we feel like, oh my gosh, we're not gonna be able to pay the rent. We're not gonna be able to pay the rent. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Especially my husband, you know, he's a provider and he's the, the head of the household. So he was way more stressed and, and, and I understand why. But no matter what, God will always provide. Come on. And he so pushed true. through. And from nowhere, Lucy, from nowhere, we would get a client or something. Like the extra money that we we're missing, all of a sudden it appeared. Wow. You know, and, and that's what kept us going, our faith. Because we saved a little bit of money. We didn't save anything. We just saved like $8,000, $10,000, which when it comes For to a business, business it's nothing. nothing. Yeah. So we had to pay the first and the last, and we even didn't have enough for the security deposit. So we talked to the lady, and we told the lady, hey, you know, we, this is our first time ever opening up a business. We don't know what we're doing. Is there any way that you can allow us to pay the deposit little by little? God really put those people in their lives because wow. they were like, sure, sure, no worries. Pay for it little by little. If anything, pay it monthly. And then that way you can, you know, you don't have to worry about paying it all in one shot. And I was like, awesome. So we were devoted to it. We had a lot of adversities. Uh, any adversity that we can think about, there's so many that I can't even think about one on the top of my head. But mm -hmm. I can say that one of the adversities is not, is the fear of not knowing what we're doing in business. Mm -hmm. Because we are, didn't go to school in business, mm -hmm. we didn't know. Mm -hmm. But we just went along with the punches. We learned as we, as we went. And one of, one of the main things that I learned was I didn't need to know it all. So when I would go to the city oh, of Hialeah wow. to get my permits for the business mm -hmm. or to get anything, in the beginning I was a little bit, you can ask my husband, we, that was something that the Lord worked in me and my character, is that I was always ashamed and feared to, to say I didn't know what I was doing. So I would say yes to everything, and then after when I would get out, I'd be like, what did she say? I didn't, I didn't get that. And I, didn't, and I was like, why am I, why am I scared? You know what? Next time I'm going to go in there, I'm going to be like, sorry, can you explain that to me again? This is my first time owning a business, and uh, I don't know what that means. And I don't care what people think. And I think that's very true that you're saying so that anyone who's listening, who's going to open up their business and whatever ethnos, yes. that they, they learn that it's okay to not know everything because you're yes. starting yeah. and not to be ashamed because you're starting and it's your first time. Exactly. You know, and um, even if you didn't have like, you know, an entrepreneur, a mentor or whatever, you still went ahead with the mentorship and the guidance of God. And I believe that's yes. very fundamental because if you don't, have a background in business and you're opening up your business for the first time you're gonna need that guidance from a supernatural source yes. you know like you were saying like i don't have to be scared like i'm gonna ask her what really is up like yeah be more stern <laughs> and not so much ashamed because there's different areas that I, we can speak to but we will go off on a tangent yeah when it comes yeah to, like yeah, complete yeah. shame people yeah. hold back from saying and asking certain questions because of shame and i believe everything has <sighs> to be true. done with wisdom and with grace yeah. and then that's how things are gonna you know and then you miss out on opportunities on yeah. blessings 
on blessings yes. because you're fearful or because mm-hmm. you're ashamed or because you feel like you don't know what you're doing. It's okay that you don't know what you're doing. Honestly, none of us are. And as a business owner, I can say that we're still learning. Mm-hmm. You know, you never stop learning. You're, we are forever a student. Exactly. And not saying that like we don't know what we're doing from a negligent point of view, but it's we don't know what we're doing from a place of like I need God in this point of view. Yes. Because if we always have it together, then what's the need to have God? God, for? exactly. So exactly. we gotta know that there's some brokenness and some messed up parts in us. Because we're not perfect. Because yeah. we're not perfect, we'll always fall short from the glory. So anyone listening, even if you don't have a relationship with God or you don't believe in God to that extent, but you're listening to this, like I still encourage you, like you're. I challenge you to try this out. Let's just try it out. Yeah, try because, this Jesus guy out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because you're, it's such a, like, a source of guidance yeah. and a source of affirmation. And sometimes we want to be told, like, when we don't, we, we, because there's a lot of the fear of the unknown. Yes. And that's the fear that paralyzes people from pursuing business a yeah. lot of times. The yeah. fear of the unknown. But even if you're in the midst of that and you don't know, it's, like you said, like I don't even know if I don't know what I'm doing. I know that God Has knows what control everything under control, and that really He's He's guiding me and my husband. He's guiding us in this, and I yeah. think that's so amazing, especially as an entrepreneur couple who's already been in this. And mm-hmm. look at the fruit. You guys have athletes, youth yes. athletes, like people who are growing here, people who are going back because they're youth. They're also um, college athletes, correct? Yes. Yes. So yeah, we have we have from people here from 80 years old to 50 years old to 15 years old and eight years old and 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 what we have here is just a a, a mix and like a diversity of people you know we have men we have women and 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 it's not only athletes but we train everybody like they are athletes and, and in a sense that makes sense because why it's it's you need to take care of your body in a way where functionality wise now i'm going into the training aspect mm-hmm. is important for your everyday life you know because if you work in an office nine to five mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have cervical problems you know you're gonna have um lower back problems you know you're not engaging your glutes all day so then when you when you're doing uh, strenuous activities without proper warm-up or whatever it may be you you need to warm up you need to foam roll you need to do dynamic warm-ups you need to um, get your muscles firing right because they've been inactive all day because you've been sitting. Mm-hmm. So we have to treat you like an athlete, whether you're 30 years old, 40, 50, whatever it is, men or women, because at the end of the day, your body is a machine. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta treat your body like the machine, and the machine needs to get going. You need to oil it up. It up. You know, that's why I say I tell some people when their bones are cracking because mm-hmm. I, I put them through like a like a warm up, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, you just need an oil change. You know, that's what, that's what I say, just to mess with them because they're like, oh my God, I'm rusty or I feel really tight. And I'm like, yeah, you just need to loosen it up. Our body, yeah. our bodies work like that. So yeah, we have it all. We have it from athletes to youth athletes to pros and whatever, whatever God gives us, whoever walks into those doors, we're going to treat them right. We're going to evaluate them right. And we're going to, we're going to see what fits them, you know, personally, you know, and, and, and even though this is like a group training, but it's more like on a personal level. So that's why we, we also have our trainers who embody that. You know, we just don't hire anybody here. We know mm-hmm. we hire people who can yes. embody that vision and, right. and understand that people are not a unit. It's not a num- they're not a number. They're not a dollar sign. They're people that need help, that need that attention. You know, we don't, mm-hmm. we, we don't do it for the money here. And I could proudly, proudly say that our trainers don't see it that way. I mean, you could even explain about how you came about coming with athlete, athletes, starting with athletes. 
um, I, I, you started with Nestor and, and how yeah. that happened. And I mean, so I just see I just started with I just started with one baseball player, right? Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, I just started with one baseball player that that they told me that I should just train that he came from Hialeah High. Yeah, like around good two years ago at, at our other yard before we went we came to this um, this facility and um, and I, I basically trained them for free. You know, people were already telling me, oh, I was going he's, nuts. A, he's a baseball player, he's a baseball player, he's going to make it pro, um, charge him, you know, charge him an arm and a leg. And, and I saw that he wasn't that. Yeah. I know that he wasn't that. I just wanted to see him first, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he even went to other facilities and, and they were trying to, to, tar- to charge him an arm and a leg just because of that. And he wasn't, he wasn't in the pros yet. Even though he was in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. he wasn't making a lot of money yeah so. and with baseball they don't make a lot of money unless they're an actual like official and even if you are like when it comes to like major league baseball you are as in the majors you could still be bumped down to a minor like that so but and, people and are not easy. aware of that yeah, and very exactly. like this mm-hmm. and they don't care because they because they're them. interested in money yeah, yeah uh-huh. they see them as a unit they see them a as a dollar sign, sign. so mm-hmm. I, I what i saw was i saw a kid that was driving uber he's doing uber right after he finished training with me so he would train with me, go do his pitching, and after that he would go and drive Uber because he needed to make money. Wow. So at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, kid, do what you have to do. At the end of our training sessions, at which was what, like three months, he goes, okay, so how much do I owe you? Because I always kept pushing it back month mm-hmm. by month, and I and I just told I told my wife I was like, babe, I don't think I'm gonna charge him. I, I want to see him. I want to see him. It's one prosper. of the adversities that we went through. You know, wow. I, I I want. I don't know. I feel like God told me not to charge him. Wow. You know? So I, you like sowed into his life. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanna. I just wanted to pour into his life mm-hmm. and show him. You know, mm-hmm. a, a type of brotherhood that. I don't know. He wasn't shown yet. No. You know. So. Wow. But, so. Yeah. That that that's basically how how that happened in that situation. So that that's where you can see that. Money is not it's not an issue because I know that God provides and I know that in this world we rather give more than we take. Yeah. We, we, we want to give our gifts to those who need it. You know, and especially if it's a calling or if God calls that upon our lives. And by doing that selfless act actually, um, that's what triggered his uh, not only interest, he's always had an interest in athletes. He's always actually told me that before. Um, but by initiating that selfless act of giving him that training session for free, which in the beginning I was like, oh my gosh, babe, are you sure? We have the rent to pay. I was, you know, I was yeah. actually worried about all of that. Yeah, yeah. But money's you're not... the manager. You were like running the... Exactly. Yes. And I knew the budget. And I knew everything. Um, but that just goes to show you that money is not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It'll come if you don't make it a priority. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if you make money your priority... It, it's not going to be a yeah. fun route, honestly. It's really, not. You're going to be chasing it. You're going to be chasing the money instead of chasing your passion. Yeah. And when it comes to opening up a business, you want to. Th- you're opening up a business because it's something that you love to do, mm-hmm. something that you want to do every day. And I gotta say, because my husband, you know, went through with that selfless act, I started seeing the fruit of it because mm-hmm. he heard, you know, God's voice in that, and, and he just did it from like he didn't even ask me how about that. Like that, I'm telling you, that's part of those adversities <laughs> that I was like, yo, next time yeah. I like. I like that you're cute. I like that you're, you know, you're yeah, doing yeah, the word yeah. of God, but next time you gotta tell me something, you know? <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy he did it. You know, I'm happy that he did it because that actually initiated um, the interest in athletes. After that, word of mouth started happening. Wow. He, made the the, he made the minors in, in, in New York, then in the Yankees. Then from that, they called him up to um, the pros. So he went to the pros and the Orioles, and he was a pitcher for them. And 
even though that has nothing to do with it, his success, what it was, it was just that just to show you that the love that he had for his job went beyond the money sign, you know, the, the dollar sign. And because of that, we were able to connect to one person, then to another person, then to another person. And little by little, we even started making a baseball summer camp for youth, for the youth wow. and for college kids. And just that just to show shows you entrepreneurs out there that just a small difference that you make in one person's life and that you see them not because of a dollar sign you see them because of the relationship you have with them that will that will that will be a blessing to you and, and god will honor that because from there another person's gonna come through and you know what that person's gonna tell the other person the other person and i gotta tell you lucy right now to this day and, and god is in front of me and god knows that i'm saying the truth in this is that we have not spent a dollar when it comes to marketing or when wow. it comes to advertising. Wow, all that of, is so unheard of. That's so crazy. All of our stuff has been through word of mouth, through Instagram or through referral. Wow. Those two are, have been our main money makers. And referrals is where you want to go. Because yeah. why are you going to advertise a business that when you, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that advertising is bad. I'm just telling you the work that relationships with your clients what a difference it makes mm. when you create that one relationship and you give that that client that experience experience is worth so much because from that they'll be able to bring more people and and you just have to have that faith that you know you gave your full whole, whole heart in that training session or in that you know with that client and then it'll come along it really wow. does it really does so Adrian and Charlene I want with for the audience, I want you to share with us what success means to you individually. Well, success to me um, means how much of myself can I, can I pour out to not ultimately leave myself empty, but to see the work of God in other people. I think that people get changed. And I see it. And I see it each and every day, my clients, not only physically, but in the way that they, they view their wives, their husbands, wow. how they treat their coworkers, whatever advice they ask me. So my success is how people's daily walks are and how that can get changed. I, I feel that providing that as well and being an example as well for my family in the future. I, I feel that, that that success is what I ultimately want to strive for each and every day is how much of God can be poured out of me in order to see that in other people and ultimately my family in the future. If I have kids, you know, whatever, whatever I have, God wants to give me two, three kids, or like the Brady Bunch, <laughs> uh, and and my wife. You know, I want I want the success to be ultimately the kingdom. Amen. That's the success right there. And why not bring it heaven on earth? Amen. Why not bring that each and every day to every person I talk to? Yeah. Amen. So, well, I agree with him hundred percent. My ultimate success would be yeah, of course, the kingdom of God and and seeing God, you know, and 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 being in eternity with Him. That's my ultimate success. But while I'm here on earth. We definitely, we definitely need to bring heaven on earth. I mean, that's what it says in the in the Bible. You know, make I mean, earth as it is on he in, in heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and my ultimate, like my other version of success is just it's changed throughout the years. 
I have to it say evolves. that. It evolves. That's right. what I hear from a lot of people. It definitely like evolves. dreams evolve, the definition of success can evolve. Absolutely. Absolutely. My definition of, of success just adds on to it more and more every year because I'm learning more about myself that I didn't know um, with God year by year. But currently, currently, it's just what my husband said. Doing God's work is my success. And why? Because I feel that that's um, just more worthy than anything that in this world that that can buy that money can buy uh knowing that or what society labels as success right um for us it makes such a huge difference knowing that we're helping other people that god is or that even our trainers here are helping other people become a better version of themselves and not just in the outside but on the inside that's my version of success wow thank you so much for sharing that with us i i've heard many definitions of success um up to this point but i really can say that you know success also i've seen it as fulfilling the will of god upon our lives so rewarding and it's the fulfillment of that because success goes beyond you know having the ability to you know buy whatever you want it goes beyond you having flexibility to go wherever you want Mm -hmm. i think it goes way beyond that to a level of like your fulfilling purpose yes because you could be chasing those things you could be you know obviously having your own business where you have the ability to buy whatever you want go wherever you want but ultimately if you're not living within the fulfillment of the purpose that god has for your life then you're selling yourself short yes and you're not really living up to the full your full success. potential your full potential you're, you're, exactly that god so, has for you exactly so. so i even challenge everyone everyone listening that like if you're going through a crossroads or a period in your life right now that you're like wow like i want to be successful like you look especially with social media right now being oh, like the yeah. biggest hype yeah a lot of people always portray something oh, like, you yes. know, the flashy watches, the flashy cars, the flashy exotic, you know, Life. vacations, the flashy ability to go and, you know, just drop money in a five-star restaurant at all periods and seasons of life, you know? It just makes you and feel you're not enough. Yeah, it just makes you, and it, it lies to you in that sense that you're not enough, but I really just personally do see also success is fulfilling the fullness of God's purpose within us, and Amen. and obviously as we grow in and evolve from our teens to our 20s to our 30s 40s 50s like there's different avenues that god has taken us where we see success to another level you know success is uh, what i see very subjective it's very different for everyone because first of all we all have different Different purposes and different walks you know that some people it's like yeah i would love to take a vacation here and there you know other people are like oh maybe i want to take a vacation every month you know but it's you know something nice something not like you know extravagant but having the ability to do so or some people are like you know success to me is all knowing that i can help my family financially i could pay off their mortgage i can help you know give them the exotic you know resort you know experience vacation that they've always wanted but they've never been able to give to themselves because they did a lot for me you know growing up so i believe that it's so very important to keep that and within the same frame one thing i was sharing with you guys before um was that in in us pursuing you know this thing called the walk of god um that in, in creating a business, you create an avenue for wealth. And then the word of God, it says in Proverbs that, you know, the, the good man is the one who leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And then after that, it states about the transfer of wealth. But the transfer of wealth, I believe, happens through 
us creating um, and us having more, should I say, an avenue where that transfer can happen. But the vision has to be bigger than ourselves because in the word it says, for my children's children. It's not, he could have said for my, for your children, yeah. but he went two generations deep. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like so whatever you're creating. Yeah. So whatever you're creating, it can't be level one. It has to be level 100. Yeah. You know, like your vision has to be bigger than what you're doing right now. So whatever it is that we're doing, it has to be bigger than ourselves, ultimately. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Shailene and Adrian, thank you for, for having us. joining us. And I continue to pray that, you know, God continues to blow your minds off, sends <laughs> you divine connections, sends you and gives you, you know, according to the riches of Christ Jesus. Amen. So I really, really pray that the also the favor of God increases as you continue to go Amen. even to other networking events, even continue to work with other professional athletes because the I believe that there's so much value in this gym that even when the person the next person comes in, you don't know who that person's coming out like. Yeah, you know? Yes. It's it's coming in through the process and leaving out those doors right. as a process product. And it's definitely not the building. It's you it's know, definitely. it's our team. It's our mm-hmm. team that makes this the yard. Yeah, I believe it's all about teamwork. How they say teamwork makes the dream, dream work. work. Yes. Yeah. I love cliche. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Corny, that. cliche, whatever it is. The point is that it's It true. gets you through it's your true. Monday, bro. Yeah, it gets you. It gets you, you know. So thank you so much. So um, can you please leave us your pen, your handles for Instagram and yes. Facebook? Yes. And also, um, can people contact you for, you know, help? Because I know there's probably some people out there who are like, man, I love the gym. I want to open up my own gym, like, but I need some advice, right. you know? Oh, so I know that, you know, you have such a heart for mentorship. You have such a heart to give, especially to the young women. So if you can share with us your social media information, yeah, and absolutely. I'm going to put it on my details as well. Absolutely. And, and you can contact me for anything. It doesn't really necessarily have to be for personal training or um, mm-hmm. for anything involving our gym. If you have any questions when it comes to opening up your own business or even working with your spouse. Yes, I, am, I think that's very, very... Yeah, I am more than happy to help you with that. I mean, we wish we kind of had that type <laughs> of guidance, um, but we wouldn't have it any other way. So if you want to contact me and ask me any questions or contact my husband, you can contact us at info, I-N-F-O, at theyardmiami.com. That's our email. I'm the one that usually uh, directs that, so I'll be receiving it personally. Uh, you can also contact us through our Instagram. Our Instagram is the Yard Miami. My personal Instagram is underscore Charlene, C-H-A-R-L-E-N-E, Martinez, M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z. And then my husband's Instagram, which is a little... Just type in Coach A.D. Martinez. It should come out. (laughs) But seriously, anything you guys need, I am here to help. Any advice or anything that I can do, I am more than willing to help. And Lucy, thank you so much for having us. Of course. Really appreciate it. Thank you for saying yes. You know, thank you for being available and for wanting to team up and be part of the podcast. So thank you all for whoever tuned in, that you were inspired, that you were edified, that, you know, there's something that you got out of this podcast. 
podcast, especially if, you know, from the different avenues of life that we touched upon, from entrepreneurship to working with your spouse, because I believe that's a topic that's not very much popular or talked about, and especially as entrepreneurs, that needs to be very much addressed, you know, kind of like before you get married, you should go through like pre-marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. I believe that this is something that should be very necessary because it could be very challenging, and I know because my parents are are an entrepreneur couple who work together for like 30 years. so you saw it firsthand. I saw firsthand how that went, mm-hmm. like, you know, having to prevent taking stuff from the house and the marriage, you know, That's toward, the to the part. business. So I believe that. And it also, for you, it's very vulnerable. But <clears throat> in that vulnerability, there's a lot of wisdom that comes out of it because now other people can now, you know, get insight to that process of life that most people don't really like to talk about because that's their own personal journey yeah so but i think that's very necessary so that people can learn amen yeah you know and learn from this the the counsel you know that the counsel from other people that brings in the wisdom so thank you so much for everyone who tuned in you all are world changers part of royal generations podcast subscribe and like and i'll see you next time (laughs) Oh, <laughs>